Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. I'm your host, Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. It is a beautiful day here in Johnson City. It's spring, the flowers are blooming, um, grass is growing, we're mowing grass now, it's warm and then it's getting cold and it'll probably snow some more and so I am super excited because Mitch... McGarry, the owner of Maypop Media, along with his wife, Marissa, is coming on the podcast today, folks. He is going to be my interviewee. He and I are going to chat about how to buy a house. So in case anybody was wanting to know all the processes, all the steps, all the things you have to do to buy a house. Um, hey, Colin. Hey, Mitch. Good. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for yeah. coming behind. Sorry coming if I interrupted your intro there. You didn't at all. You okay. came back from your computer and all your screens and all the buttons tech stuff and cords doing things. I have no idea what they do, mm-hmm. but you're do, you do, and you're doing it. And yeah. so, um, thanks for being, being my uh, guinea pig today, just allowing me to talk about how to buy a house. Yeah. I'm happy to help. We Good just, news is I think yeah. you bought a house, right? We did. Yeah. Fairly recently too. So bad news is you bought it with we, somebody else. We, did, we didn't, we you didn't, didn't use the Colin and Carly group and Keller Williams realty. We did not. Okay, well, let's just start there, Mitch. Um, you know, I don't think I really, I think I just barely met you when we were looking for a house. So. Yeah, so you didn't know. Yeah, really. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know what you didn't know. So how did you find your agent? Let's say, let's go there. So it was a friend that we have, um, someone that we had actually done some videos, walkthroughs mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her real estate business. She uh, heard Realty was her, was the brokerage. Is that what it's called, brokerage? It is, yep. yeah. Firm, so, brokerage. The firm, yeah. Um, so so it was a friend at least. At least it was a friend. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because a lot of people go online, mm-hmm. they search for houses in Johnson City, they say, oh, that one looks good. And then there's usually a realtor attached to the house. Correct, right, right at the bottom. Yeah. Well, like, it depends on what you're looking at. So, mm-hmm. like, where did you guys look for houses? As far as location goes? You no, know, just, like, online. How did you, how did um, you do your... Well, we had kind of... We, we started the whole process with her name's Julie. Um, we started the whole process with Julie. Uh, so we didn't, I guess we looked on realtor.com. Okay. But, so. but I did notice that there was always a listing agent or, or it's not a lot of the listing agents a lot of times. So like that would be good if you did get the listing agent because they know about the house in the in depth. Deal. Right. But a lot of times people just say, I like that house on Pine Street. I'm going to, mm-hmm. Oh, there's an agent at the bottom. I'm going to click to find out more about it, right? Yeah. And so that agent could be the listing agent, could not be the listing agent. Okay. They could just pay Zillow or Realtor.com every month to be advertised on there. Okay, so it's more of a... It's an advertising thing, yeah. I want to be the face of this house or whatever. I d- well, they just want, want to get people to come. They want, a, they want clicks. They it's want a way people. to generate leads, I guess. Correct. It's okay. all about lead generation. So they it. might not have anything to do with the house. They, I'm going to say, I don't know how often. Um, like a majority of the time, do you think? It's probably, yeah, more than more than half the time. Interesting. Sure. Um, I did so, not know that, so that's that's a great... Yeah, right. It's a great I, thing to know. Yeah. The crazy thing is, um, Zillow will take all the information. So we go like and get all the information on the house, yeah. pay lots of money to have it staged in pictures and mm-hmm. spend lots of time helping the client get it the house ready. And then we just turn all that information over to the internet. Okay. And then they uh, they pick it up. Well, the World Wide Web. World Wide Web. Uh-huh. Yep. We dial up. 
and it goes on the internet, and then um, Zillow grabs it, right? And yeah. Because you're a seller, you're like, I want to see it on Zillow. You yeah. Know? Well, Zillow grabs it, and then they turn around, and they say, well, hey, Colin, if you want to advertise on our website, it's going to be two or $3,000 a month, or however much you want to spend, yeah. so that you can get leads. Right back and i'm like well the only reason you have a business is because of us agents out there doing all the work and Mm -hmm. it's frustrating you know yeah and then so anyway lots of people are on there i get it we just have to kind of deal with what we're what we're dealt right so um good news is you guys had somebody that was better but i think for a lot of people looking listening out there i'd tell you to do your homework Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a little biased. I think you should use the Colin and Carly group when yeah. you buy a house. <laughs> um, but, you know, at least find somebody who's a professional, who does it. You know, it's kind of like if you're having a knee replacement, are you going to go to the doctor who's done one or two knees, or are you going to go to the guy who's done a 1,000? Right. I'm going to go to the guy who's done a 1,000 mm-hmm. just because I want – I know he's seen it all. And yeah. so we've probably sold over a 1,000 houses or helped people buy and sell, thousand, you know, in that range. And so we – I feel equipped to really take care of people. And yeah. I feel convicted to do it too. So right. So step one, find a great agent. Find a good agent. Call me. We'll take care of you. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, you know, we start having a conversation. I want to know what you and your wife want in a house, right? Mm-hmm. So let's pretend you haven't bought a house. Yeah. And we'll go there. So tell me about what you guys are looking for, Mitch, in your, in your house. Well, for me, we have, we have two dogs mm-hmm. that are very active. And so, for me, I wanted a house that has a yard. And probably fenced in. Probably fenced in, yep. yeah. Um, and a decent-sized yard, so maybe a third of the acre, third of an acre mm-hmm. minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I I like having a basement. Yeah. And... Store stuff. Yeah, store stuff. And a little it's generally cooler down there. Cooler down there. Yeah, so... I grew up in a, my house that I grew up in, I had a room in the basement, so. I did too. It was like this dark, cold. Yeah. Yeah. I did as well. I was, like, was, a, I was like a caveman. Yeah. Yeah. Came out only at night. Yeah, just grunted. And <laughs> food. <laughs> Mom. Mom. Yeah. Sandwich. Anyways. Okay, yeah. so this is what the so starting that, so of it. This would be a needs analysis. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably say, okay, Marissa. Now, Marissa's going to. What would you like? And she's like, she's well, I'd kind of like bedrooms to sleep in yeah. like two or three and <laughs> i kind of like doing you know my business inside i'd like a bathroom or yep. two and yep. then a kitchen is a big time thing yes so yep. normally we just talk to the wives mitch and so you know they yeah they marissa's the, marissa's got a lot more input on that they make the decisions they're decision makers on the house typically like you said you're a caveman you can live in a cave i could live in a i cave. can live yeah. if carly's happy i'm happy you know yeah. so we just are like okay but I'm with you. I like a basement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd go, okay, well, let's get on. That's anything else. The next question is, hey, where do you want to be? Do you want to be in Johnson City? Do you want to be in Gray or Elizabethan? I think you guys bought in Elizabethan. Yep, you're in Elizabethan. And so you could say, you know, where is it? And so what I have the ability to do is help, you know, do searches in mm-hmm. proximity. Like let's say you want to be, since you work downtown, you want mm-hmm. to be within 10 minutes of downtown. We can figure that out right and mm-hmm. then we can search for the exact type of house and then we start talking about price range so how much do you want to spend on a house and you guys go well we'd like you know we'd like to stay around 300 if we can yeah i'm like okay cool and then my next question is are you pre-approved do you have a lender that's going to give you three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars? and you go yeah we haven't done that yet um 
And so um, we need to get you pre-qualified at that point because in Mm -hmm. this market, it's busy and lenders really want, I mean, like buyers and sellers, sellers really want to see a pre-approval letter with an offer. Yeah. Now, now pre-approval is, is that based on your credit score and income to debt ratio, that type of stuff? Great question. Yes. So you'll sit down with a lender. They'll give you, they're kind of going to run the, it's called pre-approval, but it's not full approval. Right. But they're going to say, yes, what's your credit score? Tell us about your income. Tell Mm -hmm. us about your debts. Okay. And then, um, so then you're like, okay, well, we feel comfortable. And they may tell you, you know, we can afford a $500,000 house, but you're like, eh, I don't really feel comfortable in that price point. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to push anybody to buy anything that, you know, they don't feel comfortable with. Don't, don't be house poor. Yeah. Just find a great house at a great price and mm-hmm. enjoy living there as opposed to stressing out about it. And I yeah. just, and I feel a lot of people probably in this economy are stressed out about their house payment right now. So right. Um, with the interest rates going up. So pre-approval is more of just a, it's like a brief, this is what, this is a ballpark number. Correct. That yeah. is, and it's a, like a snapshot at, the, at that moment. Mm-hmm. Now you may go out and buy three new cars that you have car payments on mm-hmm. and that negatively affects your purchasing power right so Mm -hmm. i tell people like okay while you're looking for a house let's not do anything (laughs) crazy don't go yeah Yeah. don't go buy a brand new car don't don't buy a ton of furniture for the house ahead of time we've had people do that card on a credit or even through the through the furniture store right you know they'll finance it but that shows anything that shows up on your credit any kind of debt you're occurring is going to show up on your credit because they pull your credit the day of closing too they do it again and they go Hey, are you still employed? Are mm-hmm. you, you know, have you incurred any other large debts? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've had people in the past not be able to buy their house because they bought a car or furniture or, and wow, yeah, it's not a good day when yeah. we have to, you know, the lender is calling and saying, "Hey, this guy Mitch went out and bought a brand new eighty thousand dollar truck." Mm-hmm. Now it's a really nice truck, but. Hopefully you can live, live in it. You yeah. could. Yeah, I mean, you you're going to have to live in that's it. That's right. Yeah. I'm stay in your apartment for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the next step is getting a pre-approval and, you know, be comfortable there. Yeah. And we've got some great lenders as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of people get online and find a lender that says, I'll give you a 2% rate. And yeah. A lot of that's clickbait stuff. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, well, yeah, we'll give you a 2% rate. Usually it's, it's like a perfect scenario where. Right. There's a yeah, there's a lot of yeah. fine fine detail. We'll give you two percent if you have right. It's never, for three days, yeah. only when the moon's full. Yeah. And you can you know something. <laughs> Sorry, you don't qualify for that. Right. Yeah. But we've got another plan for you, and it's called the regular interest rate at seven percent. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay, but then you're kind of knee deep in it. And the other problem is, I like using a local lender because. I can go down the street and like Twan and David yep. Brown, they've been on the podcast and I could say, David, what's going on with this loan? Or mm-hmm. Twan, you know, we haven't heard back from their appraisal. You know, can we can we get a hold of these folks? Right. And so I can look those guys eye to eye mm-hmm. and they'll go, yeah, we're on it. You know, as opposed yeah. to ringing somebody at some cubicle somewhere in the middle yeah, of nowhere. For- it's got a stack of 2,000 files in front of them. They're yeah. just like, we're just trying to get this done. We don't you mm-hmm. know, have zero interest, <laughs> you know. Um, and getting it done other than I just want to keep my job. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's step two or three now. And so do you have, uh, do you have specific lenders that you work with? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got, got, yeah, we've got a good list of two or three, yeah. four, five. There are a lot, there are a lot of great people locally. Yeah. Um, 
And it supports the local economy, right? Those yeah. folks are buying, they live here, so they're buying stuff. They're having, you know, hosting podcasts. They're buying cookies and coffee around town yeah. and food. And it just kind of supports the whole local economy is what Have you had them on the podcast? Yeah, I've had David Brown and David uh, Brown. Tuan on here. I, okay. I don't know the episode numbers, but we could find them and link them in at the bottom. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, both good dudes. And um, yeah, we've got some other great lenders too. So if you're looking for a lender, reach out and we'll yeah. connect you. Um so that's, you were pre-approved. Mm-hmm. We figured out what you're looking for, kind mm-hmm. of. Well, we, the area. The, area. Yeah. So there's a lot of pre-work, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and it, it's sounding like a lot, but it's really not too It's a pretty simple. It's pretty process, simple, pretty yeah. fast. And then so we start going looking at houses, mm-hmm. which is the fun part, right? Yeah. So I'll set you up. You get an email. I text you. You know, if I, I look at the market every day and see if there's anything new. And mm-hmm. I was shooting out texts this morning at 530 going, hey, Let's just hit the market, you know, is it yeah. something you're interested in? And um, and so they, you know, and so you'd see a house that popped up. It's a three-bedroom, cute little bungalow in Johnson City. Mm-hmm. It's got a fenced-in backyard and a basement and a beautiful kitchen. And mm-hmm. you guys are like, this is awesome, you know. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm going to say, well, is this something you feel like you can live in? You're like, well, you know, we don't love what's across the street or we don't like something about it. Right? Yeah. And so at that point, we go look at more houses. Mm-hmm. Or we go, okay, this is something we see ourselves buying. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, what do we do, Mitch? Put an offer down. Right? That's right. We yeah. put in an offer. And so we want to make sure that looks really good too. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of different variables that can go into the offer to kind mm-hmm. of make it attractive. That's where another, you know, we feel pretty confident we can help people make their offer look good. Right. Um, yeah. And so we then at that point, so we'll you, you guys make an offer. We send it to you. You all sign it, we or we meet and sign it in person, however you want to do it. And then we send it to the other agent, and I call the other agent, and I'm like, hey, Joe, this is, uh, you know, this couple is really sweet. I, I go on on the advocation side for my people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to get these folks this house. They love it. You know, they got these two dogs, and their backyard's perfect, and Mitch's basement's going to be great. He can go down there and grunt and just, you know, build <laughs> stuff and come out of there just like a man every day. And uh we got to get them this house, Joe. And, you know, and so I, the, the other thing is we have great relationships with lots of other agents around right. and have done deals with other agents. So they, we have a trust factor there that mm-hmm. goes a long way. I think that um, maybe a newer agent that doesn't have that or doesn't know how to navigate some of those negotiations. And I feel like that's where my skills are a lot. Right. You know, I feel like that's kind of my sweet spot is the kind of your network and familiarity with the area and the and negotiation that. part and yeah. just trying to put the deal together and helping you guys get in the house. And so Joe goes, well, you know, I, I, I get they want it, but they came in a little low. We're going to counter back. And I go, that's great. You know? Mm-hmm. And so we get a counter offer. You guys look at the counter offer and you're like, well, we could do, you know, we were, we were wanting to buy it at two fifty. They came back at two sixty five. I'm saying, let's see if they'll do 260 and we say, sure. You know, and mm-hmm. so we send it back over and they go, well, we want, we really want our 265. We're feeling pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. House is just on the market for a little while. It's in great shape. Right. And so at that point I go, you guys want to do 265 and you all think about it and pray about it and say, yeah, we're good with that. Mm-hmm. At that point we go under contract. Right. And so woo, we're under contract. Now a lot of the work starts too on our end and your end. And um, we go Quick into, question for you with yeah. that initial agreement on the, on the uh, offer, when you make an offer and counter offer and all that, and make the agreement, is that where you 
can is can you add in because I know you can negotiate more things like closing costs and all that. Mm-hmm. Can you do that after the initial agreement, or is that where you want to make that? Yeah, on the front end, it's better to know. Okay. Like, if you need closing cost dollar assistance, that's a question. So I it's would good imagine. to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that right with the we, offer, we'd find that out in your kind of your initial meeting. Like, okay. what do we what do we need? Um, do you? And one of my questions is, do you guys have cash to put into the deal? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, in this market right now, asking for closing costs doesn't make your offer look good. So right. I'd say, hey, you know, if you can get away with not asking for that, yeah. But I get it, right? There's, I mean, closing costs are expensive. They're about yeah. two to three percent of the loan amount. So if you're borrowing, say, two hundred thousand dollars, I mean, it could be, you know, six, eight, yeah, thousand dollars towards. And, that, and that's why I asked that because. That was something we didn't really know going mm-hmm. into the process. We knew you needed to have money down mm-hmm. or you wanted to have money down. Um, I know there's options that you don't have to, but um, but yeah, we didn't know how much closing costs were going to be. We didn't realize you could ask the seller to add that into the the, the price that you agree on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I did, yeah, it's good to know. When we, yeah, on the front I mean, end. You could do a whole episode on that too. But Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could talk about closing costs and negotiations. So I didn't mean, yeah, I didn't mean to go too No, that's good that, because yeah. there are probably a lot of people going, do I, how much do I have to have down? Yeah. You know? And luckily, there are lots of programs now out there where you don't have to have a whole lot down. Mm-hmm. FHA is 3.5% down, and then you could get the seller to do the closing costs, so you could do that. If you buy out in the county in like a rural area or yeah. like a less populated area, USDA kicks in, mm-hmm. and they will do 100% financing. So yeah. You can get in for, you know, not much at all at that point, which yeah. is a huge blessing um, when you're getting started, right? Yep. That's really, yeah. And I love helping people get started. Like, it just gives me so much joy helping mm-hmm. find, the, find that first house, you know. We've got some folks from church getting ready to buy a house, and it's just exciting. Yeah. You know, we're, we're happy for them. It's honestly the most challenging part of getting into real estate is that initial, that first first house, that mm-hmm. first property and yeah getting over the hurdle right once you get into it you, you know you've got the equity now so you can sell your house to buy another house that's right kind of have that yeah and i think it's um a huge wealth building opportunity um it's like forced savings right yeah. every month yeah. you're you're putting your you're pay, making your payment and you're hitting some of the principles so you're putting money into a bank account now you're paying a lot of money in interest on the front first you know yeah. five years is a lot of interest <laughs> so the banks are doing really well there's a reason there's one on every corner yep um, but appreciation helps too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, and that's always kind of our question too. So I'm like when, let's say this house we were talking about, theoretically, you're going to buy at 265. I'm looking at it and I'm going, can you sell this later for 300? Uh-huh. Is this going to be a 300 house? You know, well. And is it, is that looking at maybe room for improvements, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So, and the market trends as well? Uh, neighborhood area. Where is it at in the city? Is that area developing is a big one probably. Yeah. Market trends, yes and no. You just don't have a crystal ball. You never here. know. You don't yeah. know. But we tell everybody you make money when you buy, not mm-hmm. when you sell. So if you buy it for the right price, you're always going to be able to get out of it. Yeah. You're always going to hopefully make money on it. And right. So, um yeah, luckily we've helped a lot of people buy right, and now they're realizing a lot of those rewards. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot of it's That's a lot good. of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what do you do with that cash? And like, what, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge wealth builder for a lot of people. So, right. Yeah. So we're under contract now. Yeah. We got our deal signed. Their their agent signed it. We bound it, and everything goes off the binding agreement date. So we mm-hmm. have. Um, you have five days per the contract to apply for a loan, get that part going. 
Okay. You've already talked to a lender though, so you're ahead of the game. Yep. Pre-approved. Now they want like every dollar you ever spent, you bought yep. coffee this morning. Why'd you do that? <laughs> or did you do you buy coffee every day? Let's look at your whole history. You know, yeah. and like <laughs> you know, because they want to make they want to make sure that you are going to be able to pay the money back. Your coffee to water ratio is right. They're awful. Yes. So they're like, you eat out way too much, Colin. And I'm like, we do, you know, and, but that's just part of it. So, mm -hmm. um, they're going to want to know like where every dollar came from in income. Yep. Um, they're probably going to want like you to sign off on a kid or a dog. If you don't have any kids, like right. here's, you know, we, we pledge our dog. Should we not pay, you know? Pay. And there's a big, we, us being self-employed, that's a whole nother <laughs> that is thing a whole too. Nother so, yes. yeah. Again, that's why we get pre-approved. Yeah. Because it, like, it hurts my heart when we go show people houses and then they're like, okay, well, I just started this new business. You know, yep. I'm a podcaster guy and, um, I just quit my job or. Right. Yeah. And you're like, Ooh, okay. So yeah. yeah, typically if you're in a, let's say you started a new job and it's in the same field that you were in before. Yeah. They just need a few months of income to prove that you're in this new job. Right. Or if you have a contract with a company, they'll take that sometimes. But if you've started something new, it's hard. It's like a yeah. year or two years before you can buy. Yeah. Because um, they want to see a history of income from mm -hmm. your position, which I, it makes sense. Yeah, you absolutely. Give somebody a couple hundred thousand dollars if they didn't, if you didn't think they could pay mm -hmm. it back. So I get it. Um, then we also, while that's happening, the lender's working on stuff. They're going to order a appraisal. Um, our team helps you line up a home inspector. We get, a, you know, let's say a septic inspection if it's on septic, mm -hmm. radon, if you want a, you know, specific, anything specific, like, oh, we need to get a foundation inspection done because right. we, the first inspector found a crack in it. Mm -hmm. Let's get that taken care of too. So we do all that. We line all that up and make sure that's smooth. And then so let's say the house comes back and there's, you know, five or six things that the home inspection revealed. And yeah. That's their job, right? They're going to uh -huh. find something. Oh, the gutter's loose or the back door doesn't close or right. whatever it is. Um, we're going to negotiate those things. So we'll put a list together, send it to the other agent. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, these are the five things we want done. Other agent goes, yeah, we'll fix the top three. The other little two on the end, we're not fooling with. That time, mm -hmm. At that point, you guys go, okay, we're good with that or not. We really want those other two things done. We can send it back. So there's like a lot of repair, repair proposaling going back and forth right. until we have a repair, repair amendment that we add to the agreement, which states these are the things that are going to happen before closing. Mm -hmm. And so then we kind of follow up on that, right? We, and you can like shave a little bit off. Like if, you could you also take a cash credit. Yeah, you could say yeah. we're going to cut the price. Yeah. But a lot of times that doesn't help people, right? No. I mean, like if you cut the price a couple thousand dollars and you don't have the $2,000 to fix the HVAC unit or whatever it yeah. is, it's not working. It's kind of like, oh, well, great. We need a new water heater. And um, so we need the new water heater ahead of time. Right. Or we could maybe add some cash to closing costs, mm -hmm. this is where we could come back in and say, well, give us $3,000 in closing costs to offset the repairs. Right. And, and you guys go, okay, we're good with that because that keeps cash in your pocket that you're going to have to pay. That you'll have to, yeah. And then you the can in turn go buy a water heater, mm -hmm. you know, and then you know what water heater you're buying. You're right. having the person you like install it. So it's a little more you're in control. Um, not that it's a huge deal, but we, cause we go back and we could have the inspector go back and look at mm -hmm. the items that were repaired or we go and look at it and you go, this looks great. Yeah. You know, but there's room for negotiation and mm -hmm. figuring out a win-win situation for yes. the buyer and the seller. There is in that, at that point. However, in the market we're in sometimes, like if you've got, um, 
backup offer. Let's say that this house, Joe had the house, and you guys mm-hmm. got it for two sixty five. Well, he may have a backup offer for two sixty, two sixty five. We don't know. Like yeah. somebody else came like the next day and said they want to buy it. As soon as we ask for repairs, we're back into negotiations, like you said, and they can say, "No, we're not fixing anything, and we're going to terminate the contract because you asked for repairs, okay. and we're going to go with this other contract that's full cash." No contingencies. They don't have to get an appraisal. They don't have to. They're ready to move in now. They're ready to move in. They don't care that it needs a new water heater. That guy sells water heaters all day long. I don't yeah. know. He's got a truck full of them. But they're they're ready to go. And so at that point, we're like, oh, we didn't know that. You know, like, yeah. so that's where I'm talking to Joe and going, hey, now, if we ask for repairs, do you guys, or is, is that going to go okay? You know, do you have right. another offer? And Joe sometimes would have to tell, you know, he doesn't have to tell me, I guess, but we would. That's, I feel like my relationship that, with Joe that's, would be yeah. like, I'd be like, dude. Well, like what you were saying earlier is, you know, your strong point in the market, right? Or in your industry is that you've got that network and yes. you've built that trust. And yes. so you can kind of. Because I wouldn't want Joe to, I wouldn't want to do that to Joe. I'd tell right. him, yeah, no, we've got to back up and your people really love the house. And so how can we work this? Yeah. Out, you know, and so ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but let's say we get through that and you get repairs done. We're headed towards closing, right? And mm-hmm. the lender's doing all the stuff they're doing. They're still sending it to underwriting. They're looking at your credit. They're looking yep. at your job. They're calling your employer, making sure you're employed. you got to get all this other stuff to them. And then we're headed to closing. Title work's being done. This mm-hmm. is another thing that um, we're making sure that the house is free and clear of any encumbrances or liens. And so mm-hmm. you want to buy a house that doesn't owe, nobody owes anything on it. And right. so that's why you want to make sure you close at a – either a title company or an attorney's office or go to the courthouse and make sure you get a, a deed search done. But yep. title companies do a, a lot of heavy lifting to make sure that you're protected. And then mm-hmm. you can also get title insurance that says, hey, if the title company screwed up, or maybe not this title company, but two title companies ago didn't see something. something. Happened, Something's yeah. kind of in the weird and the wings that didn't show up, and one day it does show up, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is my grandfather's house. I was supposed to be able to inherit it. I've got a napkin where he signed it in blood. And, you know, the guy next door was, you know, there was actually an attorney sitting at the bar that said, yeah, I'll stamp that. And it's notary. It notary. It's notarized. you're like, oh, His bar crap. buddy was yeah, also so his notary. Point, yeah. <laughs> his bar buddy, yes. So at that point, you would be like, oh, well, we're going to we're gonna put our, get our title policy yeah. in place and see what, you know. And so you've got all the attorneys working for you and mm-hmm. so i don't think you'd ever lose the house they'd probably pay out the guy to go away or whatever i don't know how that works but yeah. at least you're covered right mm-hmm. um for your your you're covered which is a huge thing so title insurance is definitely a good thing i'm we buy it on we buy it on all the properties that we mm-hmm. uh, we get because it's um it's important to make sure you're protecting that investment um and then so it's day of closing well, the day before, two, a couple of days before, we'll yep. go back to the house. Maybe they've moved out, and we want to make sure that the house looks the same as when you guys walk through it. But right. when it did, typically there's furniture and stuff in there, right? And so, mm-hmm. oh, they moved the couch and the floors are scratched, you know, or whatever. Like, we need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't realize that there was a hole in the wall behind the chair or whatever. You know, whatever the little things are, we just deal with it. But most of the times, people move out. House is clean. Mm-hmm. You guys are excited. We're moving on. Next day we go to closing. This is where it's fun because you sign a thousand documents oh, saying yeah. you're going to pay <laughs> back this loan. You're going to pay it back. You're going to pay it back. You're going to pay it back. <laughs> and then you sign your your deed, and it's um, you know this is the the new house for 
Mitch and Marissa. Yeah. And we're we're done. And they the other guy gets his two hundred sixty five thousand dollars, and he's happy. And mm-hmm. you guys got a house, and you get the keys, and we're all excited. And mm-hmm. so you get to move in at that point. That's dogs where are running around the back. Dogs are running around. You're cussing me because you have boxes and <laughs> couches you're having to move and heavy furniture, and, but at least you're in your house. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the process. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a great summary. But it was a long summary. Yeah. I guess there's but a lot. It, that goes it wasn't into that bad. No. no. It, yeah, there's, a, you can go into depth on pretty much every step. There's a lot of, a lot of things that come up and, mm-hmm. That you're not aware of, you don't right. know what you don't know a yep. lot of times, especially for first-time home buyers. Yeah, I think too on inspections, I've seen almost. I'm not going to say I've seen everything, mm-hmm. but I've seen almost everything. And so we've dealt lot. with, yeah, we've dealt with a lot of stuff and know how to deal with it or know a guy that can fix it that's not a million dollars, you know. And yeah. so I think that's another point of um, our our strength is being in the business a long time, as mm-hmm. we can help navigate th- you through that. And there are sometimes, you know, you just got to say, hey, you know, we can't get this fixed. and Or we can, but the seller's not going to give $10,000 to fix the foundation. And so let's just pull the ripcord and yeah. get out of here, you know. And yep. like, and we get you out, protect your earnest money. That was another thing we didn't talk about is earnest money. You need to put down a little cash on the front. Once mm-hmm. we go under contract, you're, you know, you put down some money to hold that contract as Right, and that helps. Binding. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't that just goes to the buyer or the seller right that's just extra money it doesn't go so to the, does no, go the earnest money doesn't go well it sort of goes to the seller so does it um, go towards the purchase price it does yes okay. sir yeah okay yeah so it would kind of go to the seller at the end so but, if you did a thousand bucks yeah so a thousand bucks let's say you but you typically write that to the firm you're dealing with like okay. you write that out to keller williams realty you wouldn't pay it directly to the, the, seller. the seller no don't do that that would be bad yeah they could just run off and because that gives you yeah putting it through the firm gives you that uh, protection. So we hold it in an escrow account, and then something we, going on out there. Yeah, there's police coming to get me. Um, the we put it in <laughs> we put it in an escrow account that says you know if everything goes as per the contract. Mm-hmm. Then we'll we'll disperse this at closing, and it goes towards your purchase price. Right. If let's say they breach the contract and you get that back. The okay. seller you're, the seller screws it up. Now, let's say that you breach the contract. Mm-hmm. Well, nine times out of ten, they're going to get the earnest money because let's say we got through inspections, the house praised, we did everything we were supposed to do, and at the end, you just you go, hey, we're just not the house for us, yeah. you know? And I've had this happen. And so I'm like, well, Mitch, you're going to lose that $1,000. Mm-hmm. And they can sue you per, for performance, meaning they want you to buy the house because they found another house down in Florida where they're using their $265,000. they're pending, yeah. It's, it's pending it's on not, It's contingent on that. Yeah. And so they could be like, you know, we did everything we said per the contract. You're the one who breached the contract. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get into either mediation or you can go to court over it. So yeah. It's, um, I would tell people to, it's not, don't, yeah, it's, don't, don't back out just on a whim. Like it's not. It's yeah. a big deal. It's a big deal. So it can't be a really big deal. To, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, sir. So to summarize the whole buying a house. Okay. Let's do the steps one more time. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we'll recap. 
Step one, call me to help you find call, out. Call Collins. <laughs> Step two, let's get you pre-qualified with a lender. Mm-hmm. So you're pre-approved, pre-qualified, whatever you want to call it. Step three, let's go, let's do a little needs analysis. Let's figure out what you want. I want to figure out what's exciting for you in a house. Mm-hmm. Step four, we go find ha- find it, right? So we go may look at five houses. We may go look at 20. I don't know. And mm-hmm. uh, once we find that house, step five would be, let's get it under contract. Step six is applying for your loan, getting all that side of it done. Seven's inspections, getting all that done. Once we get through that, um, really you're at step eight would be a walkthrough and step nine is closing. Closing. Yep. Yeah. Nine, the nine step. The nine easy steps to getting in a house. Yep. And we make it look easy. And step 10 is enjoy. Enjoy Enjoy your house. That's right. Kick back (laughs) on the back deck, watch your dogs play. Drink a beer. Relax. Relax. You did it. You yeah. did it. Congratulations. And we are super happy. So yeah. celebrate. 10 is celebration time. Have a drink. Yeah. Hang out. Play some uh, Corn Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a great song to have. To, mm-hmm. yeah. We should start playing that every at every class. <laughs> <laughs> and, and enjoy your gift basket, right? That's, that's right. Part, Carly that's will give you, Carly. like, if you're buying a house, it's, she... She really, she goes, what do they like? They've got dogs. They like this. They mm-hmm. like pancakes, whatever. She'll put a basket together that blows your socks off that right. says, hey, we are super excited for you, and we want you to enjoy this house, and yep. thanks for allowing us to be a part of your story and helping you buy mm-hmm. the house. Because it is a story, right? And it's an intimate deal, man. Like, you're going to be buying a house where you and Marissa maybe having kids or raising chickens right. or whatever it is that's exciting to you. That's a big thing, and that that's what we care about. We want mm-hmm. you to be happy. Like, I want to help you get there, you know, yeah. and be a part of your journey. It's kind of a new chapter in everyone's life. Each yes. house yes, kind of it is. represents right. a new stage or yes. whatever. Yeah. And then I'm going to stay in touch with you. We're going to be friends, hopefully forever. Mm-hmm. And then one day you're going to go, hey, you know what? We've outgrown our house. We mm-hmm. need a new house. And you're going to call me and we're going to sell that house and go find another one. Or investments, right? Or it's investments. That's right. You could say, you know what? We found them. another house we want to buy to rent out. Or we want to keep this house and rent it out and buy another one, mm-hmm. which is a good way to continue to grow. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's what we've been talking about. Yeah. You know, like, just keep that house and rent it out. And we can help you do that, too. We can help you rent it out so you don't Perfect. have to worry about it. So there's a lot of things that it's multifaceted. they can contact you for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Contact me for, and if you just want to talk and say, we're even thinking about it, you know, like maybe two years out. I don't know. Call me. Get the conversation started. I'd love to talk about it. Yes. I love helping people. I love doing what I do. I feel uniquely gifted to be able to be in the space where I get to help people. Yep. And Carly and I just love it. It's it's a huge blessing. Yeah. We've got a great team that will take great care of you. Yeah. You'll get to meet our friend Tammy, who does all the paperwork, all the stuff that I do not like doing. Mm-hmm. She's she loves it. Like the Lord made her in an amazing way. So it's good. But she doesn't like to go out and show houses. So she's like, I don't want to go do that. Or I don't want to go drum up business. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go hit the music and you can uh close it. That sounds great. All right. See you, bro. Thank you guys for listening to Mitch and I talk about how to buy a house today. I hope it was informative. Um it was a little disjointed at times, but the main point is, is we want to take care of you and help you find a great house and um, 
in our market, whether it's Bristol, Kingsport, Johnson City, anywhere in the region, we would love to help you find your dream house and be a part of that um, process for you. And we'll take great care of you. Until next time, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. We would love to help you um, build wealth here if you're interested in um, property um, investing. And we can you can even manage it. We do a lot of property management too. So um, if you're in, needing to sell or buy or invest, just give us a call. Thanks and have a great day.